Road Hoops tonight coming your way. Number 10, Arizona taking on Colorado. Just won six straight. 9.30 Eastern ESPN and the ESPN app. And with that, we welcome you to another hour of Get Up. We're live at the Seaport, as always, brought to you by Chase. Uh, everyone is taking note of how beautifully dressed Damian Woody has been lately, right? right, Came right we like right. it from the bishop. The bishop looks great. The tithes and offerings hit the church. <laughs> it did. That building fun. That building fun. Roof still got a hole in it, but it's all good, though. We are you, feeling you, good. So you mean that building fun is still going on from nine yeah. years ago? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, I'm just going to pretend I know what you're talking about. Anyway, we're entering the final week of the NFL regular season. Our crew has bold predictions for some very big games. Bart, give me a bold prediction for this weekend. Oh, yeah. The, the, the streak in New England uh, over the Jets continues. And Bill Belichick's way of saying, if I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of people with me. The Jets, you're going to go ahead and take this hot L. And um, New England, yeah, that quarterback you want, yeah, he ain't going to be there because you you just dropped it in the draft for him. I, I agree with you on this one completely. I'm not even sure what I'm rooting for at this point. <laughs> Kmart, give me a bold prediction for this weekend. Greeny, I'm so glad Jeff Saturday isn't here because the Texans will beat the Colts and make the playoffs for the first time, I think, since 2019. Listen, C.J. Stroud. Such a fan of this kid. He's been balling out all season. People knew he was good, but he's been great. I love this team. Winner of that game is in Saturday night. Harry, give me a bold prediction. I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. They're going to finish the year strong and get a win and beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and stop them from getting to the playoffs. The Atlanta Falcons are going to beat the New Orleans Saints, and they're going to win the NFC South and make it to the playoffs. That's the homerish. The, the homerist yeah. of homerish pictures yeah. ever yeah. heard of yeah. coming, coming from you with the Aaron Rodgers jersey over there. Uh, I, I, and yet, and even I'm ashamed of that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. D. Wood, D. Wood, give me a bold prediction. Yeah, how about the Bears go up in Lambeau and get this get this W mm. against the Green Bay Packers? Listen, we talk about Matt Abelfoos and the Bears. Their big turnaround has been on, the, on his side of the ball, the defensive side of the football. I think mm. that Bears defense goes up there with Justin Fields. And get this get this win against Jordan Love, who's been playing some really good football. I bookmark that one. We're going to come back to this game in a couple of minutes because there's a lot to get to on that one that I want to. But let's start with the Cowboys because they've got the gimme, the layup, the opportunity. They clinch the NFC East. He's making it worse. And the two seed. He's setting it up. Well, but that's what it is. And one of the things we got here, they haven't won a road game since the middle of November, and that was against Carolina. But Micah Parsons doesn't want to hear about confidence builder or anything else. I don't even think it should be about confidence. We're a week away from playoffs. Um, I think I'm tired of learning and growing. It should just be about dominating and playing great football. Well, look, the number two is, is applicable with this game, right? The Cowboys can clinch the two seed. Washington with a loss is essentially assured of getting the second pick. Everything is lining up in this game for Dallas. They need to win. Washington has reasons not He's to win. He's setting it up like the <laughs> well, Patrick Ewing finger roll. This I'm is what's going to be. I'm like. picturing Stephen A. Smith on Sunday night. <laughs> I, got him, I can't get it out of my head. I'm just picturing him on his phone. And saying, <laughs> I can see it already. They can't blow this, they can't, can they? They can't, man. They, they, it's, it's literally like ready-made for you to wrap up the division, get the number two seed, and ultimately get those home playoff games that you desperately need in order to advance to the NFC championship game. So, like, listen, 
The Washington Commanders have their U-Haul trucks already started up. They're ready. Those guys are ready for the off-season program. They, you can't know cool on three. Can't <laughs> cool on me. You know the only thing they worry. You know when you're in position like that, the only thing you're worried about is not getting injured. Yep. You're not trying to get injured. You're trying to get out unscathed. Dallas got to take care of business. Plain and simple. It, it, that's an interesting thought, actually. When you're a team like Washington, look, all kidding aside, the players on that team, they don't care what pick they get. Half of them aren't going to be there next year anyway. So what, what is it like when you're playing? I mean, he just, Harry just sort of jokingly, you know, yeah. we're all going to Cancun. But, but when you have nothing to play for yeah. and it's the last game of the season, what is that like? How do you get that motivation? How, how do they go out there and try and win a game? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Buck Nasty, the resident hater on the show. Yeah. Right? So listen, you talk about if I can't have nice things, you can't right. either. Spoiler, right? Yeah. So it's about being a spoiler sometimes. And sometimes it's like, okay, if you got love for a coach that you know that's not going to be there in, in Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, you say, you know what, we're going to send him out right. Right. And some of the veterans and guys like I can remember, you know, Dion played his last game with us. Right. And it was like, yo, this Dion Sanders prime came back and he gave us what he had. Let's go out and make sure one that he gets these bonuses. Right. Guys got bonuses yeah. and incentives that's tied up to production. So that's good. That's another narrative, too. Guys trying to get this cheese on that taco. Right. Right. And, and guys are sometimes also <laughs> trying to make sure that guys can't go. What's so okay. funny, man? It's interesting. You're live. I like the way you say it. It's just funny. It's incentive week. Right. I'm telling you. But Odell okay. Beckham trying to make about a 750 G's. Like guys out there trying to get that Monday. So let's look past that for a moment, which the Cowboys obviously can't do. But let's live in a world where they do take care of business as they should this weekend. The whole world, I mean, you want to talk about set up. They get gifted by the Eagles, the two seed. They get home games. Dak is playing out of his mind. Is this finally the year the Cowboys make it at least to the NFC Championship game? Yes or no, Harry Douglas? If the Cowboys get the number two seed, I expect them to be in the NFC Championship game. Okay. Hands down. You look at Hands this down. football team right now, they're 8 0 at home. You going to bet you look this at watch? Their on offensive that? numbers. Nah, I mean, I got insurance on it. I can say somebody stole it. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. But you look at their numbers offensively at home 29 touchdowns to 21 field goals, 50 scores, and only punted 17 times. Playing at home for Dallas is imperative. It's yeah. valuable. And if they get this number two seed, I expect them, Greeny, expect them to be in the NFC Championship. Game. See, here's the, the, the thing with them is that they tend to be at their worst. I, I don't mean to say it this way, but there's no other way to put it. Like, they, they are the team that always has the, the air come out of the balloon at the worst possible time, right? We've lived it. We've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Is this year different? What makes it different this year, Kmart? I hope it's different. Um... For them, because they have Dak is playing the best of his career. C.D. Lamb is balling out. Michael Park, Parsons, who we just show, just showed on the screen, he is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. This team is good enough. This roster is good enough, and they sh this team should be able to take advantage of the fact that the Eagles feel like they're limping towards the playoffs. A team that was dominating their division, and the San Francisco 49ers. I understand they're the team to beat, but the Cowboys are good enough to beat them any given Sunday. They just need one game. Yeah. To beat them. They can beat anybody. But, but I, you know, them playing at home also puts immense pressure on them because they're expected to win. Right. And we're getting a number two seed before when it was flip-flop, when Philly was the number two seed, that means Dallas was going to play the, the Tampa Bay Bucks. Buccaneers. Yeah. Right. So now Philly gets to play the Bucks, And now, you know, your, your reward for, you know, yes, you get to play at home could be the Rams or could be the Lions. You think the Lions are worried about ever a, having to go? That's not a good match I understand, but, Philly, in my opinion, though. I understand, but you think the Lions are ever worried about going back to Dallas after what they did? They feel like they won that game, and they're going to go clear, back. To be clear, that wouldn't or, be their first game. Right, that or, would, or, that or, would or, potentially be the divisional round or the, or the Rams, right? You think the Rams, the Rams are playing with house money. They're ahead of schedule, right? And they have a quarterback that don't fear anybody because he's been there, done that. So, listen, it's immense pressure on Dallas, but it always is. 
right? And guys want to get paid because, listen, if they go out and they win this way, guys up for contracts are going to get max deals. If not there, they're going to get them somewhere else. Spike Lee made a movie called Do the Right Thing. Uh-huh. And Jerry Jones, during the Lions game, just did the right thing. He put Jimmy Johnson in the Cowboys' ring of honor. Yes. Maybe the curse might be over. Oh, shit. Nah. Oh. Come on, he did that because he walking the like mile, getting right with Jesus. Do the nah. right thing. <laughs> That's not, what, are we, what are we doing to Jerry? <laughs> D-Wood, talk to me here. The question is going to be about the quarterback play. Yesterday, Jeff Saturday was sitting right where you are sitting right now. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, is this the Cowboys' year? And he said yes, because they have the best quarterback in the NFC. Do they? No, I think it's Matthew Stafford. When you look at there's, – there's not a quarterback in the NFC over the last month plus that's playing better than Matthew Stafford in the NFC. Dak has had a phenomenal year. I think overall, Dak – overall season, Dak has been better than Matthew Stafford. But right now, we're talking about going into the postseason. Who's playing the best? Who has the momentum going into the postseason? That would be Matthew Stafford. The same Matthew Stafford that two years ago won a Super Bowl. Okay, the same Matthew Stafford that has the best – postseason um, record of any quarterback in the NFC. So, I will, listen, I will push my chips in with Matthew Stafford any day. I know you I do that? Of course I do. Listen, we... we what do we, you mean, of course I do? Dak Prescott has, has had an MVP caliber season. This doesn't feel listen, like an obvious choice. And, until I see it done, I can't believe it. I've seen it from Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. As a Detroit Lions fan, I just wanted Matthew Stafford to get an opportunity to be on the big stage, to prove it. This guy playing with house money. Mm-hmm. He has a team that is young, that it looks like it reinvigorated him. You got Puka Nakua. You, got, you can throw the ball and put points, and you can run the football. And Aaron Donald is balling, and he's a leader on that side of the ball. You, know, you think about the, 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 the New York Giants, that was the sixth seed that won the Super Bowl. Sure. You think about the Green Bay Packers, that was the sixth seed that won the can Super Bowl. Can you not bring up stuff? Like yeah, those Packers beat uh, Harry's uh, Falcons, but, oh, but the point bad, is made. No, but he, he, he like, right now, yep. Dak Prescott, he's had the best season of any quarterback in the NFC. Is he the one you have the most faith in, uh, with, with apologies to Brock Purdy? It's one or the other of those two if you look at the numbers. Is he the one you uh, – do you go into the playoffs thinking the Cowboys have the best quarterback in the conference? Yeah, I'm excited about Dak. And what he else also brings to the table is a sense of athleticism, right? So he can utilize his legs, get away from pressure, extend plays, be an extension of the run game, something that they don't have right now. So a lot is on Dak's shoulders. And I love the way he's been able to handle it. He's super confident at the moment right now. So I like Dak Prescott in the Cowboys' chances. Right? Hey, Mark, that offensive I mean, line is leaky right now. I mean, they looked beatable against yeah, Detroit. Are. Let's put it – I mean, they have looked <laughs> very beatable. They lost. The last four weeks. Here's, my, here's the thing that, that I'll say. We all, when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, the word trust is always the word that you throw around with the Dallas Cowboys. Of course. Who do you trust more, Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford? Or Mike McCarthy and Dak. See, we talking teams. Who, who, who wait, who, who wait, 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 wait. We keep moving the goalposts here now. We moving the goalposts right now. I already explained. I already explained Matthew. Why I'm rolling with Matthew Stafford? I already explained that. Hold on, Bishop. Hold on. To be clear, she said Bishop. Bishop Wood. Articulate. So yesterday, when Greeny raised this question, he said strictly quarterbacks. Yeah. Now you bring it up. The offensive line is. But I already, I already said, about, I already said Matthew Stafford. Because here's the thing: if we talking teams, we talking teams. Then San Francisco, that's the team to beat in the NFC. We're talking about quarterbacks. The Rams, to me, are Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford's most talented quarterback. Over in the I really like how Dak played against the Los Angeles Rams when they played them. Yeah, it was early. It was early in the season. <laughs> Hembo just had some numbers up there on how well 
Stafford yes, has 18, played. If yeah, you can put those back up again, Hembo. In, in the games when they've all been healthy, when they've all been right. I mean, that's your point. An NFL season nope. has become so long now. What? No. No what? Because here's the thing. People use that against Brock Purdy. Oh, when, when, when uh, Brandon Ayuk and when uh, Debo Samuel aren't there. Like, right. Brock Purdy. We just put up numbers saying that Matthew Stafford plays well when his best players are on the field. Right. That's literally football. Well, well who's he playing That's with? literally football. Well, we know who's more talented. That's why we had the whole discussion. Well, I'm not going to go Who's back more to talented? Yeah. Matthew Stafford is one of the most talented yes. quarterbacks of our generation. It was, it, what, what was happening to him in Detroit was, was, was a travesty. Like, he's been free. He is, he's playing better than I've ever seen him play. And I played long enough to play against Matthew Stafford, and I thought he was a problem then. He just was, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't shake off how bad the Lions were. Who's the be- I, you say, well, who's the best quarterback? I'm taking Dak Prescott. Who you taking? Right? Who you trust? Who you I trust, trust the this- Super Bowl winner. Because it's not a question of who – because Brock Purdy isn't the best quarterback of all of these quarterbacks. But this season, him and Dak – are balling out. No, so the whole so who, the numbers? are you taking Brock Purdy or, or, or uh, Matthew Stafford right now? If I'm going taking to, Brock Purdy with the 49ers. See, with the 49ers. The course you move exactly the goalposts now. No, what quarterback do you trust? No, no, not what team with the quarterback do you trust? Because I already said – so yesterday I said Dak. Today I'm saying Dak too. The thing – the issue is – we're talking about strictly who's the, the better quarterback, quarterback. Who's the better right quarterback? Right now, this season? No, who, yes, who's the better quarterback I'm, right I now I would go today. with Dak. And I'm saying Matthew Stafford okay, is a not- better quarterback. And that's the beauty of the disagreement. Let's We'll settle this as we continue. I will do a green list. So there will be no question and no debate remaining. Uh, because I, of course, am the world's <laughs> foremost authority on all matters. Having said that, next we'll get to the Eagles. Have they completely lost their identity? Can they fix things fast in Philly? Sal Palantonio is going to join us live to answer that question. Plus, I promised you we'd get back to this. Fields is talking smack at the pack. The Bears quarterback trolling Green Bay's fans. What does his future in Chicago look like? We've got to dive into that, and we will get up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. 
Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Back on Get Up, let's play Fact or Fiction. Hey, D. Wood, if I said the Chiefs dynasty has been derailed, is that fact or fiction? It's fact, because it was never a dynasty anyway. How D. Wood? Oh. I mean, Come on listen, now. that's coming from a guy who was part of the Ooh. dynasty. So, listen, we, we, we know with the, with the Chiefs right now, we know the, the problems that they have on offense, the receivers, the, the lack of identity on that side of the ball. Defensively, they're pretty good, but in this field, it feels like the Kansas City Chiefs are as vulnerable as ever heading into the postseason. I'm not a dynasty. we got to come back to that. Bart, or Kmart, excuse me, you're next. Uh, if I said the Texans are going to make serious noise in the AFC playoffs, is that fact or fiction? Oh, big fact, Screeny. Listen, I knew C.J. Stroud was special, but it was confirmed week 10 when they played the Cincinnati Bengals. Him going against Joe Burrow on the road against Luana Rumo's defense, and he put up numbers. That's when I knew this kid he can handle the big stage. Him with a rookie head coach, D'Amico Ryans, this team, they're pretty bad. Big game Saturday night. Finally, Bartholomew, if I said Jordan Love is the Packers franchise quarterback, is that fact or fiction? That's fact, man. That's, that's, that's no cap said right there, Green. No you talk cap. about you know Jordan Love, they found their quarterback, and they found him early, right? And they got him under a good contract two years, I believe, like under like $20 million, very team-friendly. Yeah. They continue to build around him. Fun fact, man. Get that obey in your chest. Yeah, he's got, if, you're, if you're wondering why uh, Harry is holding up the seasoning, it is because earlier this morning you made the point that he had time to be seasoned. Marinate. Yeah. Sat behind Aaron Rodgers for two years. You seasoned him up. Yeah. You're the Green Bay Packers. Now you're seeing the fruits of that labor of letting him sit behind a veteran quarterback and he's out there balling. Well, and I mean, look, and they did the same thing with Rodgers before that, and it yep. works. I mean, maybe sometimes these teams would figure out that throwing a kid out there in his first game as a rookie might not be such like a good like idea. Got you got something on your, your chest, Rudy? It's projecting a little bit, You got something on your chest? No, I mean, outside of Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson, <laughs> it's worked out great. In the meantime, the Packers – uh, have owned the Chicago Bears of late. Justin mm. Fields is one of those kids that got thrown out there almost immediately. Under new management, though. He may be playing his last game in Chicago or for Chicago, but he's excited for this one. Listen. It'll be a fun environment to walk into. Um, you know, their home field. Uh, I know their fans going to be loud because there's not much to do in Green Bay except watch football. But, um... <laughs> I love the fight. Yeah. I mean, yeah. did he lie? I love the lie, though. That's where you go to, lie, you know, start your family, get married and stuff like that, Green Bay, when you play up there? <laughs> That's what is that, that family. I don't understand why you're starting a family. Because there's nothing, there's else, to nothing else to do. There's literally nothing else to do. It's one Applebee's, Greeny. In a Hardee's. Well, you don't see Hardee's nowhere. Listen, I'm not going to a place where there's only one apple. Because that's like, <laughs> you know anything about me. Anyway, the point of it is this. So, so they've been great. Jordan Love, he's been great. They're, they're looking to make the playoffs. Here's the real question. Kimberly Martin, my insider extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Is Sunday, win, lose, or draw, Justin Fields' last game as a Bear? If you are waiting till week 18 to know what you want to do with your quarterback, then the Chicago Bears don't know what they're doing. I think they should keep him, right? Kimberly Martin thinks they should keep Justin Fields and build around him like you see other franchises do. Buffalo, Eagles, all the other teams, right? However, when I talk to NFL GMs and salary cap execs, they look at me like I'm crazy. Or they text me back with all sorts of question marks and exclamation points. Like, why would they keep Justin Fields? Strictly because with a rookie quarterback, you can reset the clock with everything from a roster standpoint and build it the way you want to build. 
But again, he is so talented. Yep. What is this yep. new quarterback going to do behind this offensive line with the? Why would you not build around a quarterback and get him? Uh, some well, hey, I couldn't well, disagree. Here, well, I mean, listen, I, I think I, I love I love Justin Fields. I think that the tra- trajectory is there, but you you got to go with the with the rookie guy. You got to go with the, listen. You got a guy. Reset you have reset everything. You have him under control, yep. team control for five years. Right. With the with 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 cap ramifications, you're able to just continue to add just add. A, you know, a number of pieces yeah. around your rookie quarterback. Come on. Right. Here, here, here's the thing, right? Do you want to be the organization that passed on you Patrick Mahomes? Yep. You want to be the that passed on C.J. Stroud? <laughs> yeah. You also want to be the team that passed on maybe Caleb Williams? Yeah. That's three. That's those those, 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 those are three pills you have to swallow. Okay. Right. Okay. You talk about this guy could be the next Patrick Mahomes. You do you want to be that guy? Would Patrick Mahomes have been the next Patrick Mahomes if he had been drafted by the Bears Listen. when they took Mitchell Trubisky in a situation where their coach okay. was a lame duck okay. and their team stunk? Okay. Absolutely not. Look the at let's go CJ Stroud. These quarterbacks don't get developed; they get ruined. Okay. If you look back at them, over have... the course of the last twenty-five years in oh, this millennium, the quarterback. Backs who have gone number one overall. Mm-hmm. Hambo and I broke this down. Yep. How many of them would have been worth three number one picks? The answer was six yes and nine no out of 15 quarterbacks who've gone number one overall. You get the three picks for him. You can get three ones for Justin Fields, or excuse me, for the first pick in the draft. You take the three ones because it is at best a 50 yeah. 50 proposition nah. that any of the kids you're drafting are going to be great. Nope, because guess what? You're still behind the Detroit Lions in that division. Okay. You need to reset, get cheap, and stack the deck. Sta- stack what, the how deck. about three? What's cheaper how, than getting all these what, good players what, what, on rookie contracts? What do you mean? You you can get you can get you can go out and buy players. And you're, the reason right That's now. That's not cheap. The, the, reason why, the reason why San Francisco got $100 million on their defensive line is because their quarterback don't make no money. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the, the error is that the quarterback, it may be good, may not be good. But then if you can go out and build a team around them, it's sustainable. So you can build an infrastructure. So if you, had the, you, you can go out there. You don't think they can get a first-round draft pick for Justin Fields if With they call Atlanta? With all these picks, they could get the equivalent of Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, okay. Jermaine Johnson. Al, uh, and, 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 how did, and how did all that work out for the Jets without a quarterback? Because the quarterback stinks, but they've got one. They, they, they have one, Justin Fields. He's at least good. He's not he, terrible. Yeah, at least good, not great. You got opportunity to get special. The ones that got special, the, okay. the, you look at what Joe Burrow was able to do. Like, do you think the Bears would be one better in a off? Million. Well, Joe what, Burrow was one in a million. Well, what about CJ Let me ask you this question, Let me ask you this question. We've seen the, like, the turnaround of the Bears right now, yeah. mainly because of the defense, right? So you got that, that, side, that side of the ball is, is hemmed up. Now you bring in a, a rookie quarterback, and Who's you the coach? Keep Matt Eberflus, yes, okay, keeping the same, keeping yes. The same I'll go with Harbaugh. No, no, I'm, no, 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 I'm not listen, saying. I'm not if, saying. If, let me keep say the this, same offensive coordinator. If they, if they change, if they draft a, a quarterback number one overall, they're not keeping Matt Eberflus right. as a head coach. It can be a win-win. It's situations where it can be a win-win. You can get it. You can get a first-round draft pick for Justin Fields. You can get a first-round draft pick for him because you have control for him for two years, and you can reset the I think they keep Matt Matt Eberflus. I understand the football logic. I understand what all football people are saying. All I'm saying is you cannot – these quarterbacks, it's not a sure thing. And number two, 
What are you putting around that rookie quarterback? You keep talking about, oh, we'll build around They got him. a number one. They got two They got DJ Moore. They got two okay. picks. Yeah, as you, this is the conversation that's going on in Chicago. They can go get I the best linemen in the game. Waddle and Sylvie every single afternoon having exactly this argument. Coming up next, can Philly fix its issues fast? We're going live to the city of brotherly love with Sal Palantonio to answer that question. But first, we'll see if Harry can answer this one. Sneaky Hembo. It's a wide receiver question for you, Harry. A.J. Brown has seven 100-yard receiving games this year that's tied for the most by any Eagle in any season. Who's tied with him? The answer is next. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Bottom of the hour, we're going to Philly Live with Sal Palantonio in a second. So it is an Eagles question, and it's a wide receiver question for you, Harry. If Harry gets it right, we all dance. If Harry gets it wrong, Hembo and Jack have prepared something special. Here we go. A.J. Brown has seven games this year with at least 100 yards receiving. Mm -hmm. That's tied for the most in any season in Eagles history. With whom is he tied? I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm going to go with Deshaun Jackson. I don't answer. That's not even close. That's <laughs> not even close. The answer is Terrell Owens. I thought you would get that right. It was Terrell. All right. Hembo and Jack have prepared something. I got drafted with uh, oh, Here it comes. Wait. Here it comes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh they're doing the gritty. The whitest gritty oh, I've ever seen in my life. They're doing yeah, the gritty and not well. Not well. I no, say. Don't like that. Not don't at like all that. well. Okay. Mm, that was sort of that. The, that was the itty-bitty gritty from Terrell Owens never entered your mind. No, I'm Fryer, Mike Quick. I went with a guy I got drafted with in 2008. So okay, fair enough. It wasn't even close. That said, <laughs> that it, is whole time now. Fail. it is time now for Throwback Thursday. 
After they took it back to one of the most legendary interview moments of all time, featuring Sal Palantonio and Bart Scott. It looks like this team played with anger all day. Why, Bart? For all you non-believers, disrespect us, talk crap about the defense, like we're the third best defense in the league. All we hear is about their defense. They can't stop a nosebleed. 25th in the league, and we the one to get disrespected. Congratulations. See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. <laughs> Still great. Still great. I love it. I love it. Look at <laughs> Come on, Sal. The look on your face is, oh, my God, that was gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was gold. The two greatest words I ever heard in an interview in my life. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bartholomew. Oh, man, I, I went full Tropic Thunder. I don't even remember any, I don't remember any of the words that came out my mouth. I cannot be held responsible. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that was a legendary moment. I'm glad we were able to reunite the two of you. In the meantime, Sal, we need to put you to work because the Eagles are a mess. I want everyone to, to, to frame the conversation we had Jeff Saturday in here yesterday, and I asked him about what's going on with the Eagles, and this is what he said. Here's the bottom line. The right. Eagles have no identity, and we kept talking about like a championship moxie. We don't know their identity. They don't know if they want to run it, if they want right. Jalen to run it, if they want Swift to run it, if they want to throw it, and you can see they're all pissed off when they come to the sideline. So when you say, can they still go get it, the issue for me is you feel like they in internally, they don't have it right now. An interesting insight, and, and I, I, I didn't get a lot of disagreement on that, but Sal, you are there, and, and you are as close to this team as anybody. As they have struggled here over these last six weeks or so, is that the right way to put it? Have they lost their identity? Well, Nick Sirianni had two messages for the football team after the loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Number one, he said to the team, and he said it publicly as well, he said, we have a lot of things to fix and we have to fix them fast. And then he said, the second thing is important as well. This team must stick together from here on out. We can't have any of the back and forth on the sideline. We can't let the media or the fans divide us. We must stick together. Now, I've been covering the team for a long time and the NFL for a long time, Greeny. It's very rare that you have a team that is going into the playoffs where the coach says those two things, but he needed to say it. And that's what I think Jeff Saturday is talking about. So they have an identity on offense. His name is A.J. Brown. They have four mm -hmm. pro bowlers on offense. Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, DeAndre Swift makes the pro bowl for the first time in an Eagles uniform. And A.J. Brown. So against the Cardinals, and I got these numbers from Hembo and I want to get them right because they're important to listen to. Against the Cardinals, they had 26 offensive snaps in the second half and A.J. Brown had one target. And it was for 18 yards. And it was their longest play in the second half. So if I'm A.J. Brown, of course I'm frustrated. I'm not getting the football. Here's what should happen this week going into the Giants game and going into the playoffs. Jeff Stoutland, Nick Sirianni, Brian Johnson, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown should figure out how to run the offense through A.J. Brown. Mm. Those shallow crosses, the, the, the catches that will give him yards after the catch. Those are the the things that should be the identity of this offense right now. Fair enough. And yet the offense has really not been their biggest problem. I agree it has been a problem, no. or at least it hasn't been what it was. 
but the defense has been an absolute mess. Can they get that fixed in the next 10 days? Well, again, I got these numbers from Hembo and the film study, and we're doing a piece on the NFL matchup this week about the Eagles' offense. The number the defense and the offense. And the number one thing when you look at the defense, Greeny, and I got these numbers from Hembo, the Eagles play the worst man coverage in the NFL, and the film study shows that. Their man coverage is leaky all over the field. 79 QBR leads the league, worse than the league, among opposing quarterbacks against the Eagles man coverage and when the Eagles are in man they have given up 26 touchdown passes with only five interceptions Mm. worse than the league so whatever they do they need to incorporate more zone defense and more blitzes in front of it so that they get to the quarterback because they're not getting to the quarterback especially on third down they can fix this they have the roster to fix it with possibly the exception of their secondary and if they're playing man coverage is a problem so, so interpret that for me. Let, let me bring, if we could here, Will, come out to the table a minute. Sal, stay close. I, I want you in the conversation, but yeah. let me come to my defensive player here. Yeah. You hear, interpret that for me. When they're playing man coverage, they are getting torched. What does that mean? What can they do about it? It means that Bradbury's lost a step, so you have to put him in zone to protect him because teams are attacking him, and you have to make sure that you're able to keep the football in front and make teams move the ball down the field. Now you hope that you get, with the talent you have in the defensive line, you get a holding penalty, you get a behind the sticks, and then the advantage goes to you. You can't allow guys to because they have these man beaters and run, rubbing routes, and they're not communicating well. And their fits in the run game is atrocious, which forces those linebackers to overcommit, which creates tremendous throwing lanes behind the linebackers in front of the safeties. They're really missing, like I said, Gardner Johnson because he was a dynamic playmaker on the back end. They tried to fix it by making a trade for Bird. It hasn't worked out. And to me, I think it's more of a philosophy. They don't know how they want to attack and where they're supposed to fit, so they're getting and they're not playing fast. They're playing slow because they don't know. I don't know if they've added some things to it, if Patricia changed some of the the, the fundamentals about how you fit and how we play certain routes. But zone could be turned into man as well when you think about cover three, if you want to go that route. Two verticals to that side makes it man-to-man. So you got to have these guys play and execute at a higher level. I mean, they have six first-round picks on that defensive front. They have talent. The issue is if you're... If your front isn't getting pressure on the quarterback and your back end is giving up explosive plays, what are we doing? Yeah. Giving up a lot of points. And, and we talk again about everyone thought, oh, they'll be fine losing Jonathan Gannon. They'll be fine losing Shane Sykin. It's, they're just going to keep on rolling. They're going to be fine losing Denard Wilson. They are not fine. It's week 18. <laughs> they are not fine, you know. The, the, the pass rush and the secondary go hand in hand. Yeah. Yes. Right? If, if, they're, if they can't yourself. complement one another, then it's going to be the same thing that we've seen. That's why, Bart, I said the Tampa Bay matchup is bad for them. Because Tampa Bay doesn't run the football. They pass the football. And they have the receivers. I want to get back to what Sal said about the offense for my two offensive guys, though. Run it through A.J. Brown. I mean, he was magnificent last year. But this team last year based everything on the run, right? The quarterback run and all that kind of stuff. What what is the offensive philosophy that gets them into a deep playoff run? Well, I do believe you still have to run the football. You can't be one-dimensional, and it has to start there. But A.J. Brown, if you have 26 – uh, plays in the second half, and he sees one football, that, that's, that's terrible. That's bad coaching, in my opinion. I mean, listen, last year, the Philadelphia Eagles were so, so lethal because they ran the RPO game better than anybody in the, in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. When, I mean, when I say RPO, run pass option, right. it, that doesn't seem to be the case this year uh, with, with Philadelphia. And listen, when you think about Philadelphia, this year on offense, 
Remember, remember the, like during the point of season where I think it was like six weeks in a row, AJ Brown had 125 yards yes. receiving per game. He was the MVP. Now he, like, I think it's 63. Yeah, I mean yeah. He, he's Since completely he's completely falling off a cliff. There was a moment in time when he was a leading candidate for yes. MVP of the league, and now Sal put a final word on it for, for us from Philly. Well, listen, I love the interview with Bart Scott, but boy, oh boy, I would love Harry to do a That Boy Bad segment on Sal Pal. That's what I love. <laughs> okay, we'll see if we can make that happen, too. Thank you, Sal. We'll see you next week. we got a huge football weekend coming your way, by the way, everybody. we got both games on Saturday, and they both mean a lot. Steelers trying to play their way into the playoffs in Baltimore. Texans-Colts is a win-in-your-in scenario. we got the FCS championship game on Sunday, and then we have Michigan, Washington, Sunday, excuse me, Monday night, every platform, TV, radio, digital, you name it. Meanwhile, as we continue here on Get Up, which NFC playoff quarterbacks do we have the most confidence in right now? I've got the green list ready to go, so there will be no further debate after that. Plus, if it's Thursday, it is the most dangerous segment in television sports. Oh, ho! <laughs> the big man! I've got to get a new camera stack. We'll be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We are back on Get Up, and today's green list harkens us back to the days on Mike and Mike when we used to do something called Confidence Picks. These are the five quarterbacks in the NFC who are assured of making the playoffs. This is the list as far as how much confidence I have in them heading into this postseason in inverse order. At number five, I put Jared Goff. There was a moment in time this season I would have had him much higher on the list. But it has fallen off, and the fact that they lost that game the other night in controversial fashion means he'll be on the road where he's not nearly as good. I put him at five. I'm going to put Brock Purdy at four, even though I know that's going to make a lot of people, particularly Lewis Riddick, mad at me. The reality is, until someone has done something, they haven't done it. I think the kid is terrific. He obviously has a great team around him. He needs to prove it in the postseason with big games this weekend or this coming up uh, month. In the meantime, Jalen Hurts is next. Look, Hurts has had a difficult season. The Eagles have had a difficult season. But with our own eyes, we've seen it. We've seen what this kid is capable of doing in the biggest of games, on the biggest of stages. I'm not writing him off. I think he can get it done. Now, all morning long, Hart and Dwood have been trying to convince me that Matthew Stafford should be number one. I can't do it. I'm going to put him at number two. 
I've got Stafford at two. He's won four playoff games, all of them in that one to a Super Bowl championship. But I am still putting Dak number one. This is the year. This is the year. Rain Dakota Prescott. If not now, then not when. They've got the team. They're going to get home field all the way through to the NFC Championship game. NFC don't blow it this weekend. This is the time. This for Dak finally to silently even a and all of the cowboy haters. Cowboy finally get it done. So here are my co- are my conf- golf. Purdy, Hurts, Hurts, Stat, and Dak Prescott. That's the way I see it here again. Only here. At-